Why stop there? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Film Find, the greatest movie podcast ever. Assuming you've never listened to a movie podcast before, I'm your host, Adam Portress, and we are back, and I'm joined, as always, by Matt Smith. Hey, everybody, I'm here. You're an asshole. Well, let me tell you, we we met some assholes uh, this past <laughs> couple days. We might talk about that a little bit, but uh, well, yeah. maybe. <laughs> so, um, this is our makeup show. Uh, we, we had some, does this all, does this go all the way back to my computer dying? Yeah, this is your computer dying. So we were, (laughs) so this episode was originally going to get recorded, uh, like Thursday night, Friday morning. Right. Uh, and we were going to put it out, but you got like a new job. Yeah. My job, my job switched me the entire leg. So our plan was, is just like, so you came up here to Charlotte for the real big fish and less than Jake show, which was great. It was fucking fun. Fun ass time. And uh, so, like that that like Tuesday, they were like, "Hey, by the way, uh, you have a new job title. You're going over. To, you're switching to another business, and you're going to be training all week, Monday through Friday." And it's like, "Hold on, what now? I only planned this fucking uh, you know concert for you know three months, <laughs> right?" Yeah, since, since uh, March, at least. Yeah. yeah, so I was just like, uh, okay, so we went through all this, and I'm like, "Hey, I paid extra money so we could go backstage and you know have a the meet and greet and all that kind of shit." And uh, so we barely made it. Uh, but we made it to the show and everything, and we got to go backstage, surprisingly. It was a couple of minutes, yeah. but it was uh, nice to meet the band, get some autographs and shit, and uh, kind of hang out and, uh, you know, talk with people who who I've been, who like, and I was telling them, I'm like, look, I've been seeing you guys since I was, you know, 16 years old. <laughs> and yeah. so, like, literally, you know, more than half my life I've been going to see this band. So, uh, it, was a, it was a fun time, great show. I mean, when you have Real Big Fish and uh, Lesson Jake co-headlining a show, uh, you're gonna be tired as fuck by the end of that, which we absolutely were. Oh yeah, dude, I was. Uh, you know, it's been probably ten years since I was in a in a mosh pit, <laughs> uh, and and given the fact that everybody in that mosh pit, with rare exception, there were a few exceptions mm-hmm. like us, uh, was definitely like ten years younger than I. <laughs> like it kicked my ass, man. Yeah, yeah, it was fun though. Yeah, there's no doubt, and uh, and of course, being out of shape didn't exactly help uh, too much with me. I was just okay. All right. I mean, my fucking like, I mean, my legs were like spasming a little bit on the. <laughs> <laughs> when I was trying to lay down, it was just like I'd go to like cross my legs or something. I was like, oh, sh- oh, fuck. Oh, boy. <laughs> that was not good. So the idea was is that we were going to come home from that show and then, you know, Friday morning, uh, because normally I'm off Friday, Saturdays, wake up Friday morning and then record uh, this show that we're doing right now and then put that out. Well, that didn't exactly work out because I had to work. So, yeah. uh, so we've been delaying well, I mean, you- shit, but. 
you literally got this uh, news on Tuesday, though. Yeah. Right. I'm... Like so. So like there was no time to, to really come up with a contingency. So anyway, it's Saturday now. We're recording this. It'll go out immediately yeah. after it's uh, thrown yeah. together. So that'll be a quick up Sunday morning and stuff, and then we're gonna get back into the regular thing. So you're we're gonna already get a... watching this week's movies. They're we're already they're already in the chamber, baby. They're just ready to be shot out to your faces and just go all over. That sounded gross. Um. So. Well, you know, it's not inaccurate. It's not it. No, it's going to be. It's going to be. Never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Uh, mm-hmm. But so yeah, we're going to be doing. Uh, so we're going to be talking about. Uh, our, like I said, our, our movies that we were uh, supposed to do. We're going to be doing uh, Aloha, and we're also going to be reviewing uh, San Andreas. Uh, mm-hmm. San Andreas, the number one movie last week, and Aloha. Well, not so much. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but uh, so we'll be talking about those movies and everything. And uh, so back to the regular scheduled show on Tuesday. So we should be getting back into the groove with everything. So that's all cool. Uh, so let's start here. Do, do you have anything that you've been watching? Now, I, I did. Please. Yeah. Uh, so I um, went last week to see the new uh, film from French director Olivier Assias, uh, who people probably know from doing things like Carlos. Uh, the mm-hmm. fan, like, it's a really fantastic, uh, biopic of, uh, of the drug Lord Carlos. I fucking cannot for- remember his name right now. Um, it's Spanish folks. It's Spanish. God, I'm such an idiot sometimes. Um, Carlos Valencia. I just say that cause he's a friend of mine. No. He's a comedian. <laughs> uh, okay. Carlos Valencia. Carlos Valencia. No. You got um, a shout out, buddy. <laughs> I should get him in here to talk some movies. That would be weird. He's a he's a he's an interesting well, guy. Well, I know his real name was not Carlos. It was just called Carlos, right? But anyway, uh, anyway, so this guy directed that film, uh, which was a mini series. Um, also, uh, uh, his film prior to this one was uh, Up in the Air or something in the air, something in the air. I was about to say Up in the Air, Jason Wright. No, no, not in the air. Something in the air, which is about. Um, kind of the end of the hippie days uh, in Europe uh, takes place in the late sixties. He also did a film uh, with uh, Maggie Chung back in the nineties. That's a uh, fan fucking tastic called Irma Vep, uh, which is the name of the main character in the old French serial Le Vampire. Uh, and it's a movie about trying to remake that with uh, Maggie Chung in the Irma Vep role hmm. um, from that. Uh, but it's like a meta kind of thing. He also did a really cool, uh, like international thriller with uh, Asia Argento called Boarding Gate a few years back. Anyway, so the film I went to go see is fucking uh, Clouds of Sils Maria, and this is uh, this is the new film with Juliette Binoche and Kristen Stewart and uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, and uh, basically, um, yeah, it's about this uh, aging actress Juliette Binoche who is. Uh, trying to well who is being talked into kind of reprising uh the play live on stage that made her famous but taking uh the role of the older woman it's this play about a younger woman and an older woman um and her career started playing this younger woman um and there's not much plot wise going on it's not really how the film works but uh Kristen Stewart is fan fucking tastic in it as her assistant mm-hmm. um 
it like a lot of Asias's films, it, it kind of has this meta commentary thing going on. Uh, he tends to do this in a way that I appreciate as opposed to like, if you've gone back and listened to uh, me talk about Birdman, um, I did not like how that film handled its meta commentary. How dare you, sir? How dare you? <laughs> um, but but uh, this guy's films, he does it really uh, well, and I always enjoy it. Um, so this this movie is really kind of about acting and about relationships within theater and filmmaking and, and things like that. Um, it's gorgeously shot. It mostly takes place in uh, Switzerland, um, and it, it's great. Kristen Stewart's fan-fucking-tastic. I never want to hear anyone talk about how she can't act ever again i can't she could just pick a couple of bad roles i mean that at the end of the day that's what she did well you know what well she picked twilight that's all that's the fucking deal man like like i i really like her in runaways i really like her land and panic room and like she's done you're you're not wrong she's done great shows and it's Um, just it's this uh, look you pick it is the most big profile thing i mean let's be frank if harry potter was a big giant piece of shit we'd all be you know shitting on you know uh, Daniel Radcliffe and whomever else. So, I mean, it's not to say that that's not a valid statement, I guess. Yeah. Um, but Harry Potter so, just happened to be good. <laughs> well, so here, here's the thing is, uh, she, um, at con, uh, it, she, she won the Caesar award for her work in this. Film. Yeah. I heard about that. And so she, she's now the first uh, American actress who's ever won that award. They made a big stink for sure. Well, it, I mean, she deserves, she's fucking great, man. She is fantastic. I don't in this think it's book. out here. I need to, I um, need to check that out for sure. But uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's a, it's an art house film, right? So expect that if you know all the jokes about, Oh, it's a French film and all that, like it totally is a French film, but mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's not all in French. Uh, most of it's in English. Uh, I don't know. Highly recommended me, and I loved it. I thought it was hmm. fucking great. Okay. So that that's what I watched this week that was not just because uh, I was traveling a lot, and so the you know, hundred things I was, that we're doing for the for this show and and, then, and the yeah, next show. Stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think the only thing that I'm not doing is watching Entourage. <laughs> so anyway and, and uh, i still don't even know that i'm doing that i mean so so what have you been watching i know you've been playing catch up on a little agents of shield that you're going to talk about this week yeah but, so on uh, so on here movie podcast this week the show will be dropping uh monday um you know we're going to be talking about agents of shield and i'm going to be honest i have not been catching up i saw maybe the first three episodes of agents of shield and i just dropped off and not because it was i, I thought it was a terrible show i just didn't dig it it wasn't my jam you know and um and, and and that's just it. And so I, I waited a long time, and now the last like five episodes are on, are on Hulu. And the guys on Here Movie Podcast were like, "Hey, uh, maybe we should uh, review uh, the Agents of Shield." And I'm like, "Well, I don't know how much of this I'm willing to really sacrifice and <laughs> put myself into, but I figured, nah, screw it, I'll go ahead and do it." And so um, I've got about an episode and a half of the, <laughs> of the five episodes that are up on Hulu Plus. And um, it's not looking good. <laughs> well, you know, you're watching it in a really weird way. There's no doubt. I mean, listen, I mean, I probably skipped. I don't know how many ep- how many episodes were in season one. Was it a traditional like 18 or something? Uh, they've, both, something? they've both been 22, I think. So I've skipped literally probably 20 episodes. All plus. Yeah. 
So oh, yes. Yeah. There's no way you're going to like the show right now. <laughs> I can imagine so. And um, I, I don't know. Maybe I, well, we'll all, talk. All about the it. stuff that happens in that last five episodes, by the way, is stuff that, like, like if you have not watched this past season, it doesn't matter to you. No, I mean, I can understand that. And, and I get it. I appreciate it. But it is, at this particular time, not a, not a show that I dig. Um, I will say this, though. Um, while, when we came home from the, uh, from the, from the show <laughs> on Thursday, we were watching this, it's called danger five. Now yeah, this is, the, I exposed the, it to you. I think I'd seen like the picture up on Netflix, but I'm just like, what is this? Some sort of weird CB4 kind of thing. So I was just like, <laughs> man, maybe not, but, uh, it's, I haven't, I haven't watched it cause I just haven't had the fucking time. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm definitely going to be into that. My, and I talked to my brother earlier this evening. He gave me a call and he was just talking to me about you know this, that, and the other. And I mentioned that, and like he's texting me back, and he's just like, "Holy shit, thank you!" Because <laughs> he's, yeah, just, that, I'm like, "That show is nuts. You're going to like this." And uh, so I'm going to definitely uh, be delving into that a bit. Um, I want. I don't remember if I talked about this on the last uh, show or not, because it's or, you know we've been fucking jumbled up. I did watch Back to the Future 2 again. Uh, I watched Jurassic Park again. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of setting up the home theater and everything. Cause, uh, I just watched move. it because it was on like AMC the other day. And <laughs> I was just like, I set it up and I'm like, okay, I want to make sure that all the channels are ev- and everything are uh, right in the surround sound. So I threw in Jurassic Park on Blu-ray and oh my, God, I just fucking love the movie. I love it. Mm-hmm. I just unabashedly fucking love that movie. And I'm psyched or stoked rather about the, uh, about the sequel coming out and we'll see what happens. Uh, other than that, I can't really say, I mean, uh, just some dumb shit here and there. Uh, I, I, it's odd, but I'm very excited for Seinfeld to come to Hulu plus. <laughs> <laughs> I have, uh, I've seen every episode of Seinfeld, uh, probably a dozen times a piece. Uh, it is one of my favorite shows of all time, but I, I guess I, I don't know. I'm just gonna, you're gonna, I'll be gone for a couple of days, <laughs> rewatching oh them again. And I don't know, like it, since the um, the conversion to HD and everything, the high def actually works. Uh, you know, with the widescreen just opening up the format and everything, um, it works for me. I dig it. Uh, so that's it, and I'm gonna be watching 300 because uh, little sneak peek, everybody. That's what we're gonna be reviewing on next week's episode of uh, Hair Movie Podcast after review Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We'll be doing uh, 300. Uh, some earlier Zack Snyder. Uh, so we'll be talking about that. Other than that, that's it. Um, and I haven't watched that. And I'm, I'm, I'm very interested. I haven't, as of this recording, I haven't watched it. But I plan on doing that uh, sometime tomorrow. Uh, but I I have not watched that movie since the um, since, since in the theater. Yeah, I I just rewatched 300 uh, like sometime last year I feel for the like, first time. I feel like I should be apologizing to you. <laughs> uh, Am I wrong? It, yeah, I mean it's still god fucking awful. I just I remember not liking it. It was the early days too of uh, of digital projection, mm-hmm. and so those that sucked <laughs> because those were just terrible. It still looked all blocky and whatnot, but. Uh, in a sense, I'm looking forward to it, but we'll figure it out later. I don't know. All right, so let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, get into it. Uh, here is uh, so we're our first uh, review up this week is going to be for Aloha, and uh, I didn't tell you this, Matt, but we're actually broadcasting on Periscope right now. So uh, <laughs> okay, right on. 
So for folks that are out there, uh, I'm going to flip the camera around here, and I'm going to let you uh, watch the trailer with us. So how about that? They're going to be the first people to actually watch it while we're doing it, as opposed to just having to listen to it. So uh, follow us on the <laughs> tweets, everybody, at the Film Fund. All right, so here is the trailer for uh, Aloha. The first little bit is, oh, fuck me in the ass. Hold on. <laughs> I'm wow, trying to that's do... a really, really harsh review right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad movie, but it may not, I don't know if it's that bad. All right, so here's here's the uh, the trailer for Aloha. It's going to be quiet for a little bit because uh, Alec Baldwin's staring, so, you know. Well, I remember the good times. There were no good times! You cost us our prime new partner, a new space command center, all gone because cool guy here, Mr. Sexy Pants, Brian Gilchrist, blew the mission. You are going to wear this like Flava Flav wears a clock. You can't let one small meltdown destroy me. A second chance? Who doesn't want a second chance? Your old boss wants you back. It's Hawaii, our old stomping ground. Aloha. Gilcrest. You're back in the game. I want to introduce you to your Air Force liaison. She's a fast burner. A double espresso? Morning, sir. I'm so jacked for today. Make that a triple. The old ex-girlfriend. Pause for the memories. I don't even remember why we broke up. Because you're a workaholic who creates work to avoid real work. Well, I'm still working on that. You wrecked everything, and I put my life back together in spite of you. I will be an invaluable addition to our mission. I have lone wolfed it all the way. That's who I am. You're cynical. I get it. I know what you're doing. You're not going to pick my brains. They're unpickable. Before it all came apart, there was greatness in this guy. Did you get the girl? We work together. Oh, why don't you just have what you want? Do you have what you want? Hmm? How is Woody? I don't know. Woody doesn't communicate. He doesn't speak. He said a lot, actually. What did he say? Check out my manliness, dude. I've been working out, and I'm a little too handsome to ever see you as a threat, Brian. Good evening. And he said all that. He's actually very talkative. I think that you came back here for a reason. Let's just talk about it before I explode. About tonight, sir. I had fun. In any of its many forms, I have found that nothing beats fun. Your life is going to become very, very complicated. The future isn't just something that happens. It's a brutal force with a great sense of humor that'll steamroll you if you're not watching. Alright, everybody, that was the trailer for Aloha, our uh, new release review of this week. I say new release and of this week, but, you know, we already talked about it, so shut up. <laughs> so, uh... Matt, you act like you don't want to do this. Well, here's the thing. Like, uh, just listening to that trailer again. Um, that song's the best part about the trailer, and that's not even in there, and I don't even dig that kind I, of music. I feel like that trailer is so fucking long that I watched the entire fucking movie again. Well, you're not. Out of order and with no context of anything going on. Here is the IMDb plot line, and as we know, kids, IMDb always 100% correct in everything they say and or do. I, a celebrated military contractor returns to the site of his greatest career triumphs as he reconnects with a long-ago love, 
Long ago, love? Really? Is that what you write down on IMDb? Okay. While unexpectedly falling for a hard-charging Air Force watchdog assigned to him. So this is written and directed by uh, Cameron Crowe, starring uh-huh. Bradley Cooper, Emma Stone, Rachel McAdams, Bill Murray, John Krasinski, Danny McBride, Alec Baldwin, and a couple more. Uh, this movie made zero, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, happy. Uh, nothing happened at the box office for this bad boy. No, um, it's still not happening at the box office. No, it's not happening for anybody. So, um, let, let's take a let's take a quick little run back here, and let, let's talk about um, uh, um, fucking Cameron Crowe. Jesus Christ, that's how much he means to me. <laughs> let's talk about well, Cam- this, this. Is the third in the row where it's just been like shit town yeah you know like i'm not gonna say that i'll never watch another cameron crowe film but i was already not looking forward to this one (laughs) um but as we say we watch everything on the on on this show so we have to talk about everything so that's that's that but no this film has one (laughs) advantage over uh black hat and uh paul blart mall (laughs) cop oh my oh wow okay now listen (laughs) <laughs> this has one Listen, advantage. Oh my Can I tell you? Please. <laughs> I think you're about... I, I was going to say, I think you're going to say something you regret, but I know that you don't. But go no, ahead. No, no. Go, please. Uh, uh, <laughs> it at least has Bill Murray not giving a shit that he's in this movie. Eh, this, this much is true. <laughs> I'm not going to say that makes it better than either of those films. It has one advantage over them, though. I think Cameron Crowe wanted to make a movie in Hawaii. I think he wanted a uh, free vacation. I think he had like uh, probably gone to well, Hawaii. All like, so all of this was kind of inspired by people he knew in Hawaii. And okay. then he just came up with a story around it uh, involving the military. Really? From what I can understand, like li- like listening to everything he said. I mean, part of the... So for those of you who are out there, I'm sure you've heard by now, everybody thinks that uh, like... Uh, it was a fucking travesty that Emma Stone was cast as a half-Asian character, and I agree with that because Jesus to, Christ, like, it's Emma Stone. But hold on, uh, hold on. Let me get to the point of what I'm saying, and then we can yeah. talk about that shit. Um, but here, here's 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 what what happened. Like uh, Cameron Crowe apologized for the, like people who may have taken offense, but apparently it's just based on some extremely white person that he knew in Hawaii who would constantly tell people that she was half or half uh, Asian. So, like, he could have done, like, a throwaway line, and it it would have been okay? Probably. Could have done what? Could have, like, had, like, he might have, like, been able, like, if he threw, like, one throwaway line into there, just like, and this bitch always say that she's fucking from Hawaii and she's white as shit. I still think it's kind of a cop-out. I mean, look, Emma Stone does not look conceive like, even conceivably half-Asian. I think that's the whole issue. Isn't she described though as at one point as like an eighth Asian or something? No, and no, then- no. It's she's got a uh, Chinese. Her father is half Chinese, half Hawaiian, and her mother was. From so she's like Vietnam. one eighth Hawaiian, but those one are two quarter, Asian cultures. One quarter Hawaiian, one quarter Chinese. There you go. Okay, but, but two Asian yeah. countries jumping yes. in. Okay, no. Okay, all right. That makes more sense. So, so like, yeah, there's an uproar. Here's here's my problem with the discussion of that. Uh, like, I, I'm on board with, like, that being an issue. The problem becomes uh, it's now been used by the studio as a means of explaining why no one went to see it. And uh, no one went to see it because the movie is fucking terrible. <laughs> and, and I think the discussion has to center around that on some level. 
Like, like the reason that this movie failed is not because Emma Stone is very white. It's because this movie sucks a big fat dick. <laughs> um, do you, I mean, you might have a different take. I fucking hated watching this thing. I don't know that I, just, I hated watching it, but I did feel at the end of the day that it was very lackluster. Um, it felt, it felt to me like uh, like Cameron Crowe, ma- like not even wanted to make a movie in Hawaii, but wanted to have a reason to have a soundtrack full of Hawaiian songs. Maybe I mean that's listen, what it felt like. Like and, it feels like his way of using the music. Like, the means to the end of having that soundtrack was to just make a fucking shitty movie in Hawaii. And there's and, and no doubt, I mean, because, and he's well known for, you know, being super into the music in his movies and shit. I mean, so much to the fact that, like, the uh, the sound, like, like the director's commentary track for Vanilla Sky is, like, him yapping and his wife on the guitar in the background. It's just <laughs> like, are you fucking out of your mind? How does this make any sense? How does this bring any value to anyone? Did anyone just go like, I really want to hear your insightful thoughts on this on this movie that I enjoyed, and I'd also like to hear your wife, uh, you know, uh, twinkle the uh, fucking no, no one did that. <laughs> Come on, dude. Well, okay, I mean, like, because I, I think that we both have mentioned, like, like kind of off off mic and everything, that uh, we both were big fans of Vanilla Sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry Maguire is okay; it's nothing to write home about. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, it's a good enough movie. I mean, it's 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 a, it's very of its time, and I think it it works for what it is. I I, I think, which is a you say know, say anything, very good. Say anything also, is great. Also, though, as I get older, I'm like Lloyd Dobler is a fucking creep. Well, you know, but you know, it was a teen movie, I guess. There are a lot of teen movies from the eighties that are creepier than Boy <laughs> Doppler, though. So, no, you're not wrong there. Um, but, I mean, meatballs, anybody? I guess <laughs> technically that's like seventy four or some shit, but whatever. Same know. bullshit. Late seventies through mid eighties teen comedies are fucking weird. No, there's, there's and rapey, <laughs> and and I don't have a problem with. It. I'm just saying that's the fucking nature of the beast. Yeah, you're 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 definitely not <laughs> wrong there. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> almost famous, right? Like uh, almost I, famous I like is okay. Famous. It's all right. I, I'm not. I don't, I don't hate it, but I don't love it to death. Yeah, I know some same. people really. I, I know some people really dig that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I I don't dislike it, but I'm not in love with it. That's for sure. But, but you know, like Elizabethtown Blue. Didn't see it. Uh, the last movie he made, uh, We Bought a Zoo. Didn't see um, it either. See, this is how I, much I've he's like TV. And uh, I watched it when it was on HBO like a couple years back after it had like come and gone in theaters very quickly. Probably no, was, faster than Aloha <laughs> ever will actually. It was in and still. out so fast it was scary. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I have a friend, my my friend uh, Maria, she described we met, we bought a zoo as a uh, like a pretty good Hallmark Channel movie. Hmm. So, so and I think that's accurate. And I, I don't even know if Aloha is that good. No, no, I would, I would, I would go. God damn, <laughs> I would, I would go so far as to say that's probably an apt statement for this film. Um, here's the thing, mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I didn't absolutely hate this movie, but I, I thought it was very mediocre. I thought it was that uh, might be why I hate it so much. Yeah. Actually, is is the media like? I can be very forgiving with bad, yeah. But if if it's really really bad mediocrity, 
no, fuck it. No, I've I've, I've definitely been there. I, I know I know exactly what you're talking about. Where it's just like you almost. It's not you're not so you're not you're not a good movie, but you're not so bad that I enjoy you being bad. Mm. Uh, no, but yeah, it, this movie I, I just it was so boring. Um, I, I, and here's the problem. Here's the biggest problem too. Uh huh. Is I think that this movie is filled with a lot of great actors. Oh well, of course they're great actors. They're all great actors, d- and they I have such think- a kind of weak ass screenplay to work with here. Yeah, they don't get good material in this movie. Here's what I thought was really weird. What is the plot of this film? Like, like not the story, but what is the fucking thing that is happening that drives all of this stuff? Why is Bradley Cooper in Hawaii? Uh, what's he doing with Bill Murray? All that shit. We're what not, is it? We're not told very well. Well, well, we but we get it though, right? So he's like, going to Hawaii so to. So he's he's a guy who works for private contractors now because he's no longer with the military. Got right? kicked out. Okay. Uh. He discovers, or he's going to launch this satellite into space. Yeah. He discovers that uh, the character who he works for, played by Bill Murray, uh, has put a nuclear payload on this satellite. For what reason? We don't know. Well, because privatized military is what's happening, right? I mean, I guess, but at the same time, it's just like... This is the thing, that you're talking about what I'm talking about differently, but saying the same thing. This is a movie... That is about the privatization of the military. That is about, uh, (laughs) like, this is the plot, right? It's privatization of the military. It's about, like, how you got a bunch of rich people who want to have their own fucking nuclear weapons and armies uh, that they can do whatever the fuck with that is outside the purview of the military, all this other shit, which is actually going on, right? This is the plot of the fucking movie, yet what's the movie actually about? It's about this fucking guy who has some regrets. He wants to fall in love with this girl. It's like, you have written a shitty comedy drama around a fucking war movie essentially yeah and uh it doesn't work it blows it's fucking god awful god damn it my siri's going off for fucking summer because you said aloha siri (laughs) yeah i guess so Uh, terrible but Uh, do you see what i'm saying here like this is a fucking military spy thriller on some fucking level that's mm-hmm. dealing with really serious shit, but but like the whole reason he he does it's not because of some moral shit that he destroys the satellite with the nuclear payload in it, right? It's because the the fucking girl he wants to impress is yeah. the, and that's not in none of this is interesting. None of it is interesting. None. No, you, you're not. And wrong. I also don't understand how this is like this movie is. Uh, it apparently takes place in a universe where John Krasinski is more attractive than Bradley Cooper. I was just about to bring that up. So you see it in the trailer and everything. And for the mm-hmm. one one or two people that are are on Periscope right now, first of all, thank you for watching. Yeah. Um, but you know, there, there's a whole scene that you see in the trailer where John Krasinski is like, you know, he's Woody. He's the silent type who's married to Rachel McAdams, who was uh, Bradley Cooper's long lost love and everything. He comes in and he's just like, hey, he doesn't really say anything, gives a whole kind of yada, yada, yada thing. And uh, mm-hmm. he's out of there. And, you know, and Bradley Cooper's just like, oh, yeah, this 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 handsome man. And, you know, look, I mean, John Krasinski is not an ugly gentleman. I'm not going to sit yeah. here and tell you that. But, I mean, if we're going off of, you know, the Hollywood you know, pretty boy kind of thing. These roles should be reversed. Yeah. Well, I would totally I buy know. Bradley Cooper in his role and I would buy John Krasinski more as Bradley Cooper's character. 
Yeah. Well, 100%. Except, they're both, except they're both shitty underwritten roles. No, so you're not matter. wrong there either. <laughs> so it really wouldn't matter. I mean, it matter maybe a little, but not a, not a ton. Damn sure not a ton. Uh, I man, I'm just gonna go ahead and give this movie a fucking pass. It's a wash. It's a bullshit movie. Like, ugh. I mean, I'm looking at a D plus here. Nope. This fails for me. Man. <laughs> I won't it's give a, it. A, I won't give it a it's fail. It's a fat fucking f. It's it is as bad as Black Hat. Whew. Hmm. It's that bad. That's a bold statement, sir. Well, especially if you like Black Hat, but I've, you, everyone knows I fucking hated that movie. No kidding, and I uh, and I didn't think it was as bad as you. But holy smokes! Yeah, no. When I, I'm telling this movie is, like I said, I don't even count Paul Blart because that movie is beyond whatever <laughs> I could say about it. Like those, this and Black Hat are by far the most abysmal efforts I've seen this year. Well, I can't say that you're wrong on that. All right. So that is, uh, that's our review for, <laughs> it is what Aloha. it is. Aloha, motherfuckers. Uh, so that's a nice thing of saying a hello and goodbye. So good, we're going to say aloha to aloha. He's like, oh, I did that. That's not too bad. Mm-hmm. All right. And so uh, now we're going to get into our second release review of uh, this week. Here is the trailer for um, San Andreas. I almost forgot what the fuck we were doing. <laughs> and we liked this one. And, and <laughs> more so. California, you will feel it on the East Coast. Everybody down! everybody that was the trailer for san andreas our second new release review of this week here is the imdb plotline as we know imdb always 100 percent correct in everything they say and or do in the aftermath of a massive earthquake in california a rescue chopper pilot makes a dangerous journey across the state in order to rescue his daughter this is uh, directed by brad, uh, brad payton uh, it stars, of course, Dwayne the Rocket Johnson, Carla Gugino, Alexandria Diodario, I believe her name, and uh, 
we 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 found out how to pronounce this guy's. It's it's uh, it's just Ian or is it Ian? I, I forget. I, it's Mister Fantastic, and a couple yeah, other whatever. people. Paul Giamatti. Um, so this movie uh, did actually make quite the uh, blast here at the box office. Uh, mm-hmm. Some pun intended, I guess. Um, how much? I mean, how much can you really say about the movie? Uh, let's just let's just break it down, man. Uh, did did you like San Andreas? Was no, it? Any- I enjoyed the hell out of it. <laughs> okay. Can I say like that's that's where I come from on this? Uh, you know, it was nice to have um, have a disaster movie that was kind of old school. Mm-hmm. In that, it's not the entire Earth is going to end. It's just like there's some bad shit. It's like eh, a really high stakes uh, version of '70s disaster porn movies. Things like uh, Poseidon Adventure and uh, uh, Earthquake, right? That sort of stuff. Right. Um, it's no Poseidon but, Adventure, though. Come on now. No, no, no. I'm just saying it's it's smaller scale, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. It's the whole East Coast because it's uh, you know this isn't volcano or whatever. Volcano. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Motherfucking volcano. Was the last time you thought about that movie? (laughs) But it's not 2012. It's not uh, like a superhero movie where the whole Earth's going to be destroyed. It's not a a, a, a fucking asteroid shit, you know? Uh, It's just kind of, yeah, East Coast or West Coast is going to get fucked up. Um, It was fun. I like The Rock a whole lot. That's where I come from. I also, I will say, uh, I told you this at the show the other night. I saw this in a theater that was filled with uh, with older gentlemen <laughs> who who were uh, there from like on their day trip from the old folks' home where like yeah, wherever they were staying, whatever assisted, <laughs> yeah, whatever assisted living center uh, they they were in were having their like day out, and they came to see San Andreas, and uh, just seeing it with those guys. Was pretty fucking awesome. Uh, there's there's a moment when uh, uh, Daddario's character uh, like takes off uh, her shirt to like like she has on like four shirts early in the movie. She takes off one as one does in the greater <laughs> Los Angeles area, Matt. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I'm saying like she takes off one right and and like <laughs> like like ties it around this guy's wound in his leg, and uh, there was a. guy... <laughs> This guy who, like, very clearly in his late 70s, I would say at least, uh, who just goes like, why stop there? (laughs) Really loud in in the theater. And then, like, another couple of dudes and that guy would, uh, like, cheer and clap every time there was a close call getaway uh, that happened or a rescue, you know. That CGI Um, thing almost killed that guy. (laughs) Yeah, and, it didn't. Well, and and when uh, and when uh, Ian Grufford's uh, like uh, shitty rich guy character gets uh, killed off, um, they cheered at that as well. Uh, as well, was, they should have, I guess. Well, I mean, like one of them just goes, "Yeah, get that rich, <laughs> like what? get that rich guy." You know, like what the hell are you doing? And um, no, it was fun. Uh, I enjoyed watching the movie. I, I will never watch it again. It's, it's not a rewatch at all, uh, but it was immensely entertaining, and it's by far the best thing that we've had in a couple of weeks. So, um, yeah, that's how I was about it. Yourself? I won't say I was immensely uh, enjoying it. Um, I, I, too, am a big fan of, of The Rock. Um, 
the stuff that he does in, in movies, and I, I, I still love to this day how every wrestler still kind of thinks that they're going to have his career. They're, all they got to do is just get into a movie, and that's mm-hmm. going to be at. And it's just like, and they don't understand like what this cat has. He just has that fucking it factor, and um, that it, that they ain't got. And I, I love his transition into Hollywood and stuff. And I think there's you know few people that work as hard as this motherfucker does. Uh, but th- this movie's okay. And he does fine with it. Um, his character is abhorrently um, just kind of... Like, look, he, he plays the hero in this, but yeah. he's a hero that runs away from his job of saving people. Well, because his family's in danger, man. Well, I mean, I under, <laughs> look, I understand. I completely, 100% understand. Maybe I would make that choice, too. I'm not saying that well, I ex- wouldn't. Except that on that, that journey... May, on that journey, though, so here, here's the thing I'll say. He doesn't know this, but where he's being sent is not an active disaster zone anymore. It's already happened there, right? Because he, he gets sent to the Hoover Dam, which exploded spectacularly in the first 15 minutes of this movie. Looks really good. Um, so that's where, like, he plays this this rescue guy, uh, team of rescue uh, guys. Uh, he he's gonna go out there and help with the rescue effort and he's, the cleanup and all which, this stuff. Which is weird because he's a chopper, not only pilot, but he does the rescuing too. It's just like, mm-hmm. who are these other two slobs that are barely pulling their weight? Well, they're good. This motherfucker's just like throw this bitch into hover. But Fuck so, you, Danny. So you can't even do your there, job right. But, I'm gonna go fucking get down in that business. Yeah. But but what he does is he finds out that uh, there's active situation on the ground where he actually already is instead of a state away, right? Uh, and yeah, okay, he's going after his family, um, his ex-wife, and then his daughter. Um, but he is, and he does, in fact, save a lot of people, right? There's that uh, part when he tells everybody to get up against uh, AT&T Field, you know? <laughs> Uh, on the on the correct side so that they're not uh, crushed under all kinds of falling debris once the earthquake stops hitting. Mm-hmm. Now, now of course, most of those people probably got wiped out in the tsunami later, but he can't help it. He ain't got no helicopter no more, bro. <laughs> I got a uh, helicopter for this. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's a fucking dumb movie, man. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, well, it's... It's there's something like charmingly old school about this flick that uh, like none of that matters, man. You're just in for the ride. I'm not going to I'm I'm with you on it. It's not great. It's not spectacular. I just enjoyed it for what it was. And it's and it's, and it's entertaining. That's you, all I care. Well, no, I and I and I, I, I and I totally appreciate that. But at the same time, too, um, there there were some times in this. I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little bored from time to time. Oh yeah, and and I sh- and that's that's the big problem is just like in these big giant spectacle well, you know, movies, I shouldn't be bored. And I think, sadly, I mean, as amazing as it looks, sadly, a bit of that is is CG. CG does kind of yeah. take away from stuff, and it doesn't feel as real as it should. No, that's definitely true. I I think the lulls and the st- that's that's also part of it too, right? The the being bored during part of it, like go back and watch Earthquake. There are huge chunks to that movie where you're just like, oh my fucking god! No, I mean, why am I wrong. why am I watching people yell at one another uh, and all kinds of shit like that, right? Um, 
so yeah, you know, it's kind of it's kind of boring in some parts, but that's because you're there to see fucking San Francisco get ripped to shreds, you know? Yeah, I mean, and that's fun. You know, <laughs> like, there's not. I mean, I don't know how much we can Adam, truly. Let me, tell, let me tell you, please. Uh, here's what you do: go uh, to the nearest old folks' home. <laughs> <laughs> Get yes. Get a busload of old dudes. <laughs> Fill up the buses and, with old people, and then take them with you to see this movie. Look, it's and, only five dollars uh, and, and fifty cents, old timer. Shut the fuck up. You're not paying for a lot of stuff. Get on board. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm just saying you will in, you will have a new enjoyable perspective with San Andreas. In fact, everyone who's listening out there, if you want to see San Andreas, and you're maybe thinking like it sounds like exactly what Adam's saying. Like, it, it's probably not great. It's going to be kind of boring. Go find yourself some old people. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's what you do. You you go to the weekday matinee show, like the first one, like 1040 show or whatever at your local AMC or Regal, wherever they would take old folks. Just hang out every day at those showtimes and see what day a bunch of old people show up. And that's when you go see this movie. You creeping on old people? <laughs> Well, I mean, it's better. It's better than like better than creeping on kids. You're right. Yeah, it's it's like yeah, I want to see that SpongeBob, but you know, it's intended audiences, <laughs> half baked teenagers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway. uh, yeah, no. So that's that's it. I'm gonna say this movie is uh, is highly entertaining with old folks. I I would probably like it. I mean, it's just <laughs> do you I have a grandpa? <laughs> That I, that I probably would not be anywhere near this enthusiastic if that crowd was not as great as it was. Do they now? Now in this, I don't know why this brings as much fun to me as it does, and it probably <laughs> shouldn't. Now, what I'm going to say is going to sound absolutely terrible, but yeah, fuck it. It is what it, it won't is. Be the first time, not the first show. time on this show. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I think it would help if they're if if like the old person is probably has a little bit of racism in them. <laughs> they're a little bit racist. I don't know well, why something something about old folks just having like a really weird, old, outdated racism is. Here. I don't know where it would come in here either, but I just want to have it in our back pocket just in case. This was, a, you know, like I live in Atlanta, so this was a well mixed population of old dudes. Right. Well, uh, ooh, ooh, an old black man would love this movie. Did, oh yeah, I mean, one okay. of the guys cheering was an old black man. Oh, I'd like to. Yeah, no, this. Yeah, maybe I need that in my life. It was it was a good time. In fact, like I had to stop myself after the show from walking over uh, to their like caretaker and saying like, "When do you guys come to the movies? Can I come every time you're here to see one of these things?" Send me your schedule. Like, yeah, like like when is your social day? Uh, What's the date that I, you guys do stuff? Because God knows I want to see it. You know, I bet I could watch Paul Blart with these guys and have a good time. Oh, my Lord. That probably would have made that movie stomachable. I would, I would laugh at them doing something during it, at least. That would be the laugh that I got. Look out. at this young guy all out of shape and shit. <laughs> Dumping around there like he's fat as hell. I don't but, know. Uh, I don't know what yeah. old people say. I can't do it. It's not as good as them. I know. I get that. <laughs> yeah, they're old and don't give a shit anymore. I can't wait. I hope I get that old. <laughs> I, I pray I so. get that old. Yeah, that's the only reason I want to get old is so I can, like, just... Say just terrible shit with no abandon. Not even terrible shit, just, like, shit that doesn't even make sense but is hilarious because I don't give a fuck anymore. I'd give her two nickels and a dime. What does that mean? (laughs) 
why stop there oh my god that was... why stop there you gotta love it <laughs> one shirt out of three goes off why stop there oh you old perv. why stop there little lady what a glorious old perv that guy was um, uh, yeah. so so where do you come down on this adam uh this is this is, look I, the only reason i'll give this a mild recommendation is this is a movie that does need to be seen on the big screen because it is definitely impressive there mm-hmm. um Outside of that, I mean, like, look, if, if you like The Rock, if, if The Rock is, you know, part of your wheelhouse, get on that shit. Go ahead and do it. It's good. Uh, but, you know, if it's disposable in, in the biggest way possible. Yes. And honestly, and we'll talk about it on, on our new show, on our proper show come Tuesday. Um, I think there's stuff that you can see that might be better. Uh, so we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 this, is a mild, this is a mild recommendation for me. Yeah, I'm going to make that same mild recommendation based on the strength of I like The Rock, mm-hmm. and and you do need to see if you're interested in all in in the like destruction. It's it's only impressive on the big screen. Yeah, you see this on on even like you know your 50, 60 inch television at home is still not going to be anything, uh, you know, to write home about. Yeah. You'll already be home, and you won't need to write uh, there. I did enjoy. I did <laughs> enjoy uh, the like thirty second cameo that Kylie Minogue had. <laughs> Where was she? She was the like uh, rich dude's sister that uh, Carla G- Gugino's character was meeting in the uh, restaurant. Okay. At the at the beginning of the film when <laughs> so <laughs> barely and even she, and she run like she runs out of that door and Carla Gugino tries to follow her to tell her to come to the roof with her and she opens the door and there's nothing there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like this movie's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, see, it was fun. <laughs> oh, mildly entertaining go with old people um uh, yeah all right so that's it uh show show's done uh so <laughs> <laughs> there's there's nothing else to talk about with this movie not really uh you know i i will say this uh, i really paul giamatti gives his motherfucking all in this oh movie. yeah we didn't talk about that paul giamatti is uh all up in this motherfucker. great and i wish he had more stuff to do mm-hmm yeah, he's great. I wish they would have paired him up with The Rock. I wish they would have met at some well, point. Well, you know, the the person that plays that uh, that reporter with him, she's good in this, too. Yeah. Uh, she has a very kind of small and underwritten part, but I feel I feel like she is more impressive than any of the main characters uh, acting-wise because they're, like, she's not doing ridiculous shit. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> wish wish he was in this more. But that's I, I'd say that's my biggest complaint with the movie. Not enough Paul Giamatti, who is just acting his fucking ass off. Mm-hmm. He just is. <laughs> yeah, and people will know that actress. She's on The Good Wife. I forget her name. Uh, it's I think it's like uh, Archie or some shit like that. Archie I and Veronica, I that was her name. What? Archie, Betty, and Veronica. That's the... Okay, cool. That's what I'm going uh, so with. So there you go. But anyway, <laughs> the, she's on The Good Wife. People watch The Good Wife. I don't know that any of our li- our listeners watch The Good Wife. Probably but not. If you watch The Good Wife, uh, the film find at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know. I like it. I've only watched uh, the first few seasons. Good. Never seen it, so I can't say. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Anywho, San Andreas, uh, mild recommendation. Yeah. We're we're done. So that's it. All right. So uh, regular show back mm-hmm. on Tuesday. Yeah. We should announce right now that we're not watching Entourage, I think. So we're, I, 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 there's part of me that wanted to watch the Entourage movie. Um, I just don't know that, especially with the other shit that I got to do for Hero Movie Podcast, I, I just can't fit it in my schedule. I probably could have today. But I had to go and, you know, the studio still needs to... I'm still moving in. 
It's yeah. still, I got a lot of shit to do and I don't, you know, I just did with the new switch of the job. There's been a lot of shit that's going on crazy lately. So mm-hmm. that's Well, that. <laughs> I, I'm not going to watch it because I hate the show. So there's no reason for me. Like all you would hear is me during that tw- 10, 15, 20 minutes we talk about it because we got a lot of movies to talk about this week. Yeah. Um, all you would hear is, is me bitching what about how I hate it. Of, of, of. Cause there's no way I'm gonna like. Cause if, you can't be if, those guys. That's why you don't like it. Cause you're fucking jelly, bitch. <laughs> that's right. That's what it is, right? right yeah, right? I hate us cause I ain't us. You hate us cause you ain't us. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what that fucking so ridiculous. Uh, uh, so next week, i.e. Tuesday, so uh, regular time, regular show. Uh, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be talking about Spy, the new Melissa McCarthy movie uh, that came out this weekend, which I believe is probably on schedule for being number one at the box office. There's no doubt that movie's gonna be. Number one. Uh, and then, of course, we're gonna be talking about a couple other different movies. That'll be our main review. Uh, but I'm also gonna talk about. Uh, I'm gonna check out. Um, what did I say the name of that movie was? It's late. Love and Mercy. Love and Mercy. Uh, mm-hmm. The the movie with John Cusack and Paul Dano about uh, Brian Wilson. So mm-hmm. I'm going to see that. You've already seen Insidious three, and yep. what else are you going to see? I'm I Maybe? may try to go see Love and Mercy, but if I don't, and even if I don't, I am going to go see the new documentary from the filmmaker who brought us Room Two Thirty Seven. Okay. Uh, it's called The Nightmare, and it is a documentary about people who have sleep paralysis. And who see shadow people at night. Shadow people. So it's going to be fun. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So, that's so a lot of stuff doing. to talk about. So we're going to get back to a regular show. You're going to have a lot of things to hear us talk about and yap and all that kind of shit. So back on track, back in the mm-hmm. saddle yet again. Uh, so that is it, everybody, for this week's show. Matt, where can we find where more of where your you work on the me? internet? What do you want? Uh, you know how so this drill works. Do it. Conspiracy <laughs> media theory. Conspiracymediatheory.tumblr.com and mm-hmm. at Matt underscore Boyd underscore Smith. And, uh, you know, I may try to squeeze in an episode of Sensate at some point, but uh, who knows? Listen, I mean, don't, I mean, I, I love him with all my heart, but my brother, now, granted, I, so I'm not going to sit here and tell you that his stuff is, his like opinion is exquisite, but, you know, he's, he's not into stuff, but he's digging it. He likes it. Yeah. So I'll, I mean, I'll see. It's in my it's in my list. I'll see. I got too much shit. I got to cover more Agents of Shield, and I got to rewatch three hundred for uh, Hear Movie Podcast, which I suggest that you go listen to Hear Movie Podcast at hearmoviepodcast.com. This week we're going to be talking about uh, about uh, Agents of Shield, so go check that out at hearmoviepodcast.com. And of course, you can always follow us at the Film Find on uh, Twitter. And I'd like to thank. I know there's been at least one person that has been watching. There's been several in and out, but one person who's been watching this entire show on periscope and thank you big thumbs up to you sir and or madam i don't know how the and works but uh <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of included there was probably some man- why not anyways uh so appreciate that you didn't do any commenting but that's okay that's okay i didn't ask for any either so that's good but thank you for uh watching and hanging out and i might do this again it's kind of fun doing back and forth i don't know it's also more work for me to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm holding I'm holding the fucking iPhone throughout the entire thing, and it's like it's fun, but yet it's kind of I got to switch. I don't know. Anyway, so thank you, uh, lone lone uh, lone watcher there. Anyways, so uh, that is it, everybody. Join us back Tuesday, regular show, all that kind of good jazz for Matt Smith. I'm Adam Portress. Take it easy, everybody. When you get the blues, come on, get a rhythm. When you get the blues. 
Get a rock and roll feeling in your bones, but taps on your toes and get gone, get a rhythm. When you get the blues, a little shoeshine boy, he never gets low down, but he's got the dirtiest job in town. Bending low at the people's feet on a windy corner of a dirty street. Will I ask him while he shine my shoes, how to keep from getting the blues? He grinned as he raised his little head, he popped his shoeshine rag and then he said, get a rhythm. When you get the blues, come on, get a rhythm. When you get the blues, a jumpy rhythm makes you feel so fine. It'll shake all your trouble from your worried mind. Get a rhythm. When you get the blues. say no mine not a single fucking thing had some uh crispy m&ms um let's see what did i do for breakfast a fucking grand's biscuit with some ham and cheese shoved in that fucker mm. and uh some uh combos <laughs> what's your combo jam lately i've been digging on the uh the seven layer tortilla dip combos i usually go straight for the pizza pretzel that, that's my go-to as well but lately i've been liking these things a whole lot you might have to oh, check yeah. that out um then uh had a couple pieces of shitty fucking pizza from the truck stop on the way home. <laughs> see you're still you're still more diversified than i am i think this then, is my uh, second toaster strudel of the day uh-huh. And by second, I mean second pair. Well, right now I'm finishing off a Whopper. French fries. I had French fries. Mm-hmm. And then the popcorn from the movie theater. And, and, you know, maybe some Diet Coke in there somewhere. Because that level that leveled everything off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's been the, the, the majority of... And now some coffee. Some coffee and more horrible things. This has been uh, your Fat Food Minute with Adam and Matt. <laughs> uh. Oh, I wonder if that coffee is still hot out there. I don't know. You got a microwave, bro? No, I don't, actually. I don't know what happened to my microwave yeah, in this. Bro. <laughs> I just throw it in the oven. A bit more coffee. <laughs> uh, put it in some stoneware. Put the stoneware in the oven. Drink it out of that. 
done. I don't know where you think I live. What do you think? I, there's enough crap that I do do. There, aren't there like Koreans around you? They've got stoneware. Excuse That's me. Excuse me, Mr. Korean. Mr. Korean. <laughs> I call him Mr. Korean. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up. His, name, his name's probably like Kim. <laughs> his name's Mr. Kim, but I just call him Mr. Korean. It's like <laughs> more work, yet I still do it. <laughs> It's more work for you to be racist. Why would you do that? Uh, it is what it is. <laughs> that is not a good answer. It is what it is, you piece of shit. Uh, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs>